0: This is The Podlight, a podcast by San Jose Spotlight dedicated to independent political and business reporting. I'm your host, editor Nick Preciado. On today's show, we're discussing a joint lawsuit filed by San Jose Spotlight and the First Amendment Coalition against the city and its mayor for private email use, as well as how a friend of the mayor helped write an exemption for his energy company. San Jose Spotlight recently filed a joint lawsuit against San Jose and Mayor Sam Licardo for improperly withholding public records in violation of California law. Our news organization, along with the First Amendment Coalition, are seeking reforms to ensure more government transparency. Joining me now to talk more about this is San Jose Spotlight co-founder and CEO, Ramona Guiwargas. How's it going, Ramona?
1: Hi, Nick. Good. How are you doing?
0: Good. Thanks for coming on. So why are we suing San Jose and Mayor Sam Licardo?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, many... Readers and listeners may remember that back in 2017, San Jose was actually named in a lawsuit that um, that actually went up to the California Supreme Court, uh, where the city and its officials, including Mayor Sam Liccardo, who was actually a council member at the time, um, were accused of withholding public records. And um, the case went all the way to the California Supreme Court and the California Supreme Court ultimately ruled that any communications um, that are sent or received from a private account such as Gmail or Yahoo or AOL or even from a private device is public records should be released to the public if it deals with public business, if it deals with the city's business. So that ruling basically centered in our city. It was born out of a case in San Jose. Um, And unfortunately, you know, five years later, what we discovered through our reporting is that the city of San Jose and now Mayor Sam Licardo continue to um, skirt these rules. We found that the mayor is almost exclusively using his private Gmail account to conduct city business. Um, and when we asked for many of those records, what we learned is that either they're not turning them over, even though we have copies of them from other sources. So we know that they exist. In one case, the city denied the existence of the emails that we had copies of. Um, in another case, it took them over a year to produce an email. Um, we knew that, that email, those emails existed, but they never turned them over um, when we requested back in December of 2020. And in some cases, the emails that they're turning over, Nick, they're completely redacted, which means they're blacked out. We can't understand what the conversation is or what's going on. They've also engaged in excessive delays, um, which is a violation of the California Public Records Act. So it's a combination of things, not turning over emails that we know exist, um, you know, missing emails or missing replies and excessive delays and redactions.
0: Oh, I see. Now, can you talk about uh, what outcome we're hoping to achieve with this lawsuit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, in addition to trying to obviously get copies of those emails that we believe should be public and that the public deserves to see, um, we're also hoping that our litigation can lead to some widespread changes um, in policies. So, for example, one of the things that we're asking for in our lawsuit is that the court order, um, you know, that the court issue an order that prohibits the city and its officials, including elected officials, from using only non-governmental or private accounts and that employees must at a minimum copy their government account. So if they do use Gmail or use another private account to conduct public business, that they would have to copy their government account so that there's some kind of official record. Um, we're also asking that the court order the city of San Jose to not delete records less than two years old. We want them to participate in education and training about over, open government ordinance and, um, and, and the law. And, and most importantly, we do want them to, again, go back through and do a thorough search of Mayor Licardo's private accounts um, and turn over those records that we believe that they should be public and unredact those records that uh, that have been excessively blacked out.
0: Right. And what have the city and Liccardo said in response to our lawsuit?
1: Yeah. So uh, Mayor Licardo's chief of staff, Jim Reed, actually issued a statement yesterday afternoon. That was Thursday when we filed our lawsuit um, in the morning in, in uh, Santa Clara County Superior Court. Um, most notably, Nick, it didn't really address anything about his use of private email. They didn't they didn't touch on that at all. Um, but it did say that the the city and its officials have spent hours. That's the direct quote. Have spent hours um, digging through public records and trying to fulfill our requests. Um, to that, I think we would respond that that is their job as government officials. It's not only their job, but it's their legal obligation. To be searching email accounts and turning over records when they receive a, a California Public Records Act request. So you know, sorry to hear they spent hours, but that is their job and their legal obligation to do so. Um, and they also said that they only found two emails that they inadvertently missed, but that's not accurate. You know, I can just offhand think of many more emails that we had copies of that were not produced. So it's it's more than just two emails. And I think now we just have to wait for you know um, a judge to hear our case, look at the evidence. And uh, and make a decision.
0: Final question here. Where do things go from here? And what are the next steps of, uh, you know, this lawsuit?
1: Yeah, definitely. So the the courts are a little bit backed up right now. So we're not expecting a hearing right away. But I think we're hoping to uh, potentially have a hearing in the next 60 days. And then from there, uh, you know, they'll present their evidence, we'll present ours. And hopefully we'll have a judge look at all of our exhibits. We have over 200 pages of records and exhibits in our in our um, complaint. And then um, hopefully make a decision from there
0: okay well thank you for explaining that ramona and thank you for coming on
1: thanks for having me hi i'm ramona giuargas ceo and co-founder of san jose spotlight
2: and i'm josh bruce executive director and co-founder of san jose spotlight
1: san jose spotlight is a community supported nonprofit news organization fueled by readers and listeners like you You can support our work by becoming a sustaining member with a monthly or annual donation on our website, SanJoseSpotlight.com.
0: In a recent investigation, San Jose Spotlight discovered Silicon Valley energy company Bloom Energy helped craft a city policy it benefited from with the help of Mayor Sam Licardo's friend, company vice president, Carl Gardino. Joining me now to talk more about this investigation is reporter Tron Nguyen. How's it going, Tron? Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, welcome back. So what is this policy that Bloom Energy helped write?
2: Yeah, so in 2020, the city was going to vote on a landmark ban on natural gas for new commercial buildings. At the last minute, days before this vote was supposed to happen, the city carved out an exemption for self-generating power sources, which applies to what Bloom Energy's fuel cell servers are and it carved out without much of public input or research, which caused a big backlash from the environmental advocates and groups. And this really allowing Bloom Energies and its products to continue to be installed in new commercial buildings. We knew from public records, from emails, lobbying reports, um, that the company executives and um, their lobbyists really pushed hard for the for this exemption, and at the last minute of this ordinance. But now we, with newly surfaced emails, we know that they actually have a direct hand on shaping and
0: writing this policy. And so, how do we know that Bloom Energy execs actually helped write this policy? You mentioned emails. Does that come into play? Definitely. So newly
2: surface emails, at least three, we have at least three of them showing that, showing communication between Bloom Energy, specifically Carl Gardino, vice president of Bloom Energy and a personal friend of Mayor Sam Ricardo, talking to the mayor's office, directly sending languages that end up in the city policy that that San Jose City Council ultimately passed in December of 2020. We got at least three emails. So two of them was sent on the day of the vote, December 1st of 2020, just hashing out the language of this exemption. And it really showed that the language that ended up in our city policy was coming from Bloom Energy's. Uh, technical team and and general counsel.
0: I see. And so you and another reporter, uh, freelance reporter Sonia Herrera, who is actually now at the Business Journal, you both did a story last year on the intensive lobbying efforts by Bloom Energy to get this exemption. I guess I'm a little confused. Why are we just finding out about the company's role in writing this policy now?
2: Absolutely. So after the vote in December of 2020, San Jose Spotlight started to request public records, including emails and communications between Bloom Energy and city officials on this particular exemption of the gas ban. We received several emails, um, which really helped us understand the extensive lobbying efforts that they did with all of the city council members. But from our reporting of that story, we found out that Bloom Energy actually sent some languages to the, city, to the city. City official at the time told us that they read these languages, but declined to say if they actually use it. So in a separate public record request in April of 2021, we specifically asked for these communications to be released. They did not, the city again failed to release these information until we filed a separate unrelated public records looking into this, the mayor's private email account that these emails finally surfaced. So it's very interesting to me <laughs> that um, we specifically asked for these emails at least twice and did not get them. And now more than a year after this ordinance has been passed and been enacted that we finally got evidence
0: of how it come about. Right. And that seems a little suspect to me. I mean, it really makes me think that either somebody at the city was intentionally withholding this information or somebody was incompetent and just didn't include this in the records request that we did.
2: Absolutely. And I think that's the the exact reason why we're suing them. Um, over this practice.
0: So, final question here: Have Carl Gardino, Bloom Energy, or Licardo responded to this discovery that you made in your investigation?
2: Sure. So, we reached out to Bloom Energy to Carl Gardino and obviously the the mayor's office. Um, we did not hear back from Gardino himself, but Bloom Energy told us that the company followed all CD regulations and reporting um, reg- requirements when it did its lobbying efforts in December of 2020. And I think that's how we kind of get an idea of how much they was doing and start to look into it. The city, on the other hand, admitted that these emails should have been disclosed to us more than a year ago, but it did not offer an explanation of why it was admitted from the two public record requests that we did in 2020 and 2021. In terms of the mayor's um, response to our reporting, his spokesperson, Rachel Davis, said that the mayor publicly urged city staff to work with Bloom Energy and other providers of off-grid power sources to fashion this ordinance because they claim that hospitals, labs, um, et cetera, cannot rely on PG&E because of the frequent blackouts. Um, and they claim that they did all of this um, in in the light of transparency and um, for the good of the city.
0: <laughs> That's an interesting statement. Well, th- thank you for breaking that down for us, Tron. Of course. That's it for this episode of The Podlight, a podcast produced by San Jose Spotlight, the city's first nonprofit news organization dedicated to independent reporting. I'm editor Nick Preciado. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.